everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers, One Mike, Season 6, Episode 7. And today we're talking about what is your why? Tony, how's it why? going? Why? Why? Uh, why are we talking about what is your why? Um, this, I, Joe, to me, this, uh, did I ever talk about how my one uh, AirPod wants to always, I, I don't understand. I don't know why there's not a real there's not a relationship there between my left AirPod and my left ear. Uh, I got to get these two together and I got to figure out what the problem is. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, that being said, because that's definitely a good spot for that being said, sure, uh, it, because it's completely irrelevant. Um, I thought when we, this show is almost something that we could have done. If you could, anybody who's followed the journey uh, from the very beginning, you don't have to. But if you go back, we were trying to do shows in succession where it would be one thing after another, just the basics about about nutrition, um, the basics about warming up and stretching before you start working out, foundational training if you're a beginner. So we were trying to keep everything in the beginning. This show might have maybe been the first one. Your why. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing or what your purpose is, what your passion is, before you actually get involved in anything, any type of lifestyle, which is going to lead you into being what we always like to call the being the best you. So so I think this show today is a show that uh, definitely is one of the most, I always say it, but this is very true. This is one of the most important shows uh, because you have to know your why uh, before you do whatever it is you're going to do. And I think, I think it's going to be interesting, our take on it, uh, and I don't know, everyone has a take on what that means. So let's see if, let's see folks, if, if, if we are in the same room together here, or if we just miss each other when it comes to your take on it, as opposed to our take on it, or if there's bits and pieces where you agree, maybe you disagree. We may never know. You know why? Because you don't comment. If you comment on the show, if you tell us what your problem is with it or why you like it or why you love it, or if you think, wow, you could even talk about this because we would like to know more about this, then we can actually do shows on that. We could. For all the thousands of you out there listening and watching, because we see the analytical data, all you have to do is just respond to the show. If you're going to watch it, tell us why you're watching it. Uh, click that icon, right? Cl click that thumbs up button, like the show. Sharing is caring, though, so share it with your friends and family. Hit that bell so that you receive notification every week, Wednesday at 9 a.m. as we air a new episode. Joe, I almost just took away your ending dialogue, so you don't even have to worry about that today. But it, it is, folks. Uh, we we want to hear from you. We want to know what's going on. Rate the show. Uh, it, we've talked about this so much when it comes to, uh, the search engines and, and what they're looking for. These platforms are looking for, uh, give us a reason is almost what they're saying to share this show with so many more people or make it, make it, uh, make, make two brothers, one Mike capable of, uh, being put out there to the masses. What do they call it, Joe? Going viral. Is that, is that what it is? Uh, yeah. so it, it, today's topic too, with why? To hit on that today's topic, 
<laughs> now that now that we're done telling everybody so, what to do, what we need you to do. Okay, so listen, we're getting back. So you 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 just said that being said, what I'm without saying, saying that being said, that being that, said, uh, so it can be done. Uh, <laughs> the 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 question of why I think there was a philosophy teacher, um, a philosophy class where the instructor had, had, uh, there was one question on the paper and it was just why. And, you know, what do you, how do you answer that, right? There's just because the sky is blue, the grass is green. I mean, how do you answer the question, why? And the only one person that got it right just wrote down two words and walked out. Why not? I mean, yeah. because there's no, other, <laughs> there's no other way to answer that question. We're going to try to go down that path and, and maybe elaborate a little bit on different ways to look at the question, why? Like, what's your why, your purpose, things of that nature? I'm going to still hold a bunch of I'm going to still hold a bunch of Coach Tony's uh, Coach Tonyisms today, but uh, I think when we I think when we do our apparel line, uh, I think it should be one of our T-shirts should be Coach Tonyisms, and it should just be that being said, and then maybe on the back uh, things of that nature, things of that nature, things of that nature. And, you know, I do notice uh, our guests do that a lot, Mr. Matthew Knight, uh, who was just on an episode not that long ago, folks. I interviewed with Mr. Matthew Knight, a young man who lost a ton of weight and what his what his goals were and what his passion was and why he did what he did. And uh, without going into too much further detail, you can watch that show. Why wouldn't you? Um, he used it, Joe, several times, and I smiled because I said, see, me and Matt, we we get each other. We know, we know why we use those words um, or those phrases, I should say. When we talk about our why, when we talk about our why, I think a, a lot of people, they say, wow, this this is a, a show where it's going to go on for three or four hours, and it could. But we're not talking about just our why we do things on, an, on a daily basis or the smaller whys, the smaller W-H-Y uh, apostrophe S's. We're talking about the large picture. Why are we doing what we're doing? What are we focusing on? Joe, I'm going to give an example. Uh, to our listeners and our viewers today. When we talk about we want to exercise, why? What's your why there? Well, I, I want bigger biceps, more defined biceps and triceps. For uh, It's summer's here. I want to put on, uh, I just bought a whole new clothing line, all short sleeve shirts. I want them, want them to fit nice. I want the shoulders to look good with the biceps and triceps. Um I want to look thinner. I want that eight pack to show. I want to be able to look good for swimsuit season. Um, and you're giving all these reasons that, you know, these are things that exercise definitely helps when it comes to sculpting your body. But your why has to be something so much more focused on. And in this situation here, if you're asking me what your why is going to be, if you truly want to focus on the benefit of what you're looking for here. It's more about the health and well-being that you're looking at here. Your overall general health and well-being and the why should be because you want to lead that healthy lifestyle. You want to have more focus. You want longevity to be an ally. You want to raise your kids. You want to be able to play with your grandkids. You want to see those great grandkids and even when you get into your 80s and 90s, your functional uh, being, you want it to still be intact. And so that is the why 
That's the passion for exercise, not just because the smaller whys are great, they're goals in the moment, but we're talking about the overall reason why you do what you do. And I think, Joe, we're going to get into this a little bit. A lot of people have so many whys. They're like, I have a million whys. Which one are you talking about? And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Anything you want to add to that? No, no. I, I mean, we talked about this. I, I know I'd mentioned in the past that, you know, the aesthetics are the perks. The idea of getting in shape is is for that longevity, for that healthy uh, uh, living, you know. Uh, but but the aesthetics, the buys, the tries, the abs, all that great stuff. That's that, that those are those are perks to to putting in the work, or at least that's the way they should be viewed. I know initially, uh, maybe not, <laughs> you know, as as things start to pop up that you've not seen in a long time, or or suddenly, you know, uh, uh, maybe you've never had. Uh, I know for me, biceps. I didn't have biceps most of my life until probably the past two years. I started to notice those. So you know, you notice them a little bit more, but but it's not because. I was working arms to get buys. I was working arms as part of, you know, my functional training. And lo and behold, look what popped up. A couple biceps, little, you know, a few muscles in the back of the arm. Extra bennies. Bennies or beanies? What do we call them? Benefits? Extra bennies? I I would say bennies. I would say bennies. doesn't make any sense. Beanies are a whole tube. That's a whole, that's, that's something you wear in your head. uh, If I'm not mistaken, people wear a beanie, right? Yes. Yeah. With the little helicopter. Yeah. Yes, that. Yeah. Um, now I have visions of Spanky from Little Rascals. Did he have a? He didn't have a helicopter on his hat, though. He had a hat that looked kind of like a beanie, but he didn't have a helicopter. I, th- I think it was a beanie. I don't. I don't know if he had the helicopter on it. I can't remember. I don't think he did. I don't think. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out who the kid is who I always seen the uh, the helicopter on the beanie. It was a cartoon. It was animation, and I don't remember now. Folks out there, who am I thinking of? Um, I don't know. Uh. When it comes to the why, though, Joe, uh, we just gave one example. Exercise was just an example, and why not? I think it's a good example. This show's about exercise, nutrition, mental well-being, being the best you. Uh, I think I think there's a bigger why out there that kind of – so if you were looking for where it all starts and then all these roads that come off of this one big why, I think there's a question out there. You hear this a lot, and there's a lot of debate out there. And that question is always, hey, folks, here it is. Why are we here? Ugh. Why Why are we here? Now, there's a, that Joe, if ever there is a purpose, uh, if you ever want someone's trying to sit there and think of what is the big reason, I think that, how many times have you ever heard somebody ask that question? Uh, it, it is a, hands? It, is, it is a question that, that, um, up until recently, really, uh, probably in the past three or four months, that hindered me. Uh, what is my purpose? You know, we want to be able to serve and do things the right way the first time. We don't want to waste time, and we're trying. We 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 can easily get into our own heads and and come up with our own definition. So yeah, uh, I, I don't know of anyone that isn't trying to figure. Out. I mean, there's a there's there are numerous books written uh, out there about uh, uh, you know. Figuring out what your purpose is. One one that pops in mind is the one by Rick Warren, Purpose Driven Life. Um, you know, and, and that's just one for example. Uh, but th- there's a lot to be said here. But go ahead. I, I I like where you're going with it. Well, I I I just want to know what what you know. Uh, so when it comes to your why, your purpose. Uh, why are we here? I mean, I I I think 
every conversation leads to that one book. Uh, everybody knows that book, that book that has, right. Uh, so, cases, you know, 60 to sometimes 80, depending on, you know, which, which Bible you have, but what, so what, what is God's purpose? Why, so, why did he create us? The, the purpose you off. The, the, there's a few things here. There's a few things here. Okay. Yeah. Um, I always try to figure out what is my purpose and that's not really the question. And, and I'll explain why. The real question is, how do I, how do I walk in my purpose? And I, I'm going to explain this. So to put it practically, uh, we have dirt, right? Soil. Uh, its whole purpose for the seed is to grow, is to create an environment for the seed to grow, right? Uh, then the seed needs water. And one of the uh, many purposes for water is to water the seed. Um, and we know through all of that, we know these three things. We also know or believe, I believe, that God created the heavens and the earth and everything in between. So he had a purpose for dirt. I'm going to go ahead and say that when he turned around and as a Trinity decided to create us, when he said, let us make man in our own image, there was probably a purpose. And if you look at it biblically, there's actually scripture to that. Well, first of all, to answer that, that question really uh, um, broadly, why, what, what is that purpose? It is to have a relationship with God and to spread his glory to others. Let them know how he has been so instrumental in your life. That's, the, that's your purpose. That's why we're here. But there are different ways that that could be done. Now, um, I looked these up in Psalms, Psalms 139. And I'm just going to read this real quick. It says, uh, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know I know that full well. Your eyes saw me unformed. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them even came to be. So God knew you before you were even a, a forethought in your great granddaddy's eyes, basically is what this says. And if he knew that and already has all of your actions written in his book, you best believe those he had a, he had a purpose. <laughs> there is purpose there. So the idea is, uh, we're just here and I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Like, like you, you know, people are walking around like they have no purpose. You might want to rethink that. Um, you know, it, 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 God doesn't, you, there was that, I don't know if you remember that shirt or that, uh, I've seen the meme, you know, God doesn't make junk. Right, I know right, I'm somebody right. cause God, I'm somebody because junk. God doesn't make no junk. And it's a little right. boy right. on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it comes into question. So how do we, Remember, we said it's about having a relationship with God and, and spreading his, his glory. That, that's what it's all about, talking about how he has been so instrumental in our lives. Testimony. How do you do that? Well, these are the different ways that you can go about doing it. One main one that just pops into mind, what is the one thing that you love to do the most? Now, for me, I love photography. I love uh, being in videography. Um, I love talking to people. I, okay. So this is, I have these, these abilities to go out there and maybe I'm not in a predicament at work where I can willingly, you know, not willingly, where I can just get up and start, you know, preaching to people. But there's always that water cooler talk. There's other believers. And one of my greatest assets, I wore this shirt on purpose today. Okay. It's my, my chosen shirt. Okay. I was going to say, you got to hold it up a little higher. There. The reason why, and you, you can see some of the, in my green, because my green screen's popping through. So it's like my chosen shirt is holy. Huh. So anyways. 
I'll, <laughs> I'll wear this to doctor's appointments and I'm sitting in the waiting room and it'll happen. Oh, you watched that show. Yes. What did you think of? And I will have a full on conversation now. Me and this person that are talking, I'm not trying to convince, talk, do anything with that person. But I see out the corner of my eyes, everybody who's listening, I'm able, th there's a platform right there to just put out there what The Chosen is about, what, what you know, uh, this refreshing, you know, look on Jesus's life. And, I, and we get into different parts and, and then those parts are scripturally backed and it, we could talk about other things, just opens the conversation. Remember I said before, we need to normalize Jesus. Well, there you go. Uh, it, it, that's just an idea. That's just one thing. Wherever you work, you can, if you can't, if you can't talk about the stuff, you could always reflect the love of Jesus in your actions and the way that you do things. You know, there are certain ways there's patience that some people just don't have, and they can't understand how you have it. And there's an easy explanation as to why you do. So you're giving God glory for the reason why you have that patience. Um, when you're successful at the things that you do, when you, okay, you, you, I'm not talking about the, uh, the uh, uh, you know, where you're giving him credit, you know, you always see in the award shows, you know, I want to thank God for this award. Yeah. But then everything that they're singing about and rapping about or whatever it is, is everything that God has never been about. So probably not. Um, the point is, there are various ways in the way that you are. You just got to use your brain. I mean, he gave you that brain too. Uh, look at this podcast. In no way, shape or form in the very beginning, when Tony and I decided that we were going to do this podcast, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch. <clears throat> when we started this podcast, um, there was never an intention of bringing the Bible to bringing God to bringing scripture or anything into this. But now here we are. And why not? I mean, it's the least I could do, right? But I'm going to tell you something. What a lot of you guys don't know is this. And, and you have to wonder, because remember, he knew us before we were stitched together in our mother's womb, okay? Tony and I, Tony and I have worked together since I was eight years old and he was 12 on a paper route. We then worked at Burger King together. We then worked at Austin Woods Medical Center together. I then started to do uh, his website and his videos and his pictures for his business that he has as it switched hands a couple of times. Then I started his YouTube channel. Then here we are at a podcast. Tony and I, was all, uh, we've always worked together and you have to wonder because one of the biggest things you hear about is how the worst way to ruin a friendship or a relationship is to work with somebody or have them as your client. We've been each other's clients. <laughs> I mean, there is like, and it's never been an issue. So you have to wonder, what, what were we being prepared for? What, what, how does that go? I'm just saying, I don't think it was all for naught, but here we are now. And, and this is just an example, one way that we are able to show or give God the glory for where we're at, right? Right. Um, and and develop a deeper relationship with them because listen as i'm talking about this stuff it's not just it, there's a couple of times you guys will see me choke back some tears that's not just me that is it, you know i'm going to say some stuff that that maybe some people will will a little struggle with or I, I don't know but but as i get to talking about these things some of the stuff i'm saying it's not coming from me and and when you feel god's presence it it, you'll get choked up. It, it's hard sometimes. And I, I got to, 
I got to take a couple of breaths. Sometimes I got to drink a little water because there's things that just pop in my mind. Scripture that I read that I had no intention even bringing up today <laughs> or, you know, what have you. I, I didn't have any intention of talking about the uh, uh, progression of our working together, but there it is. Um, and then the last thing, and this goes hand in hand with what I was saying, uh, Col- Colossians 3.23. And whatever ye do, do it heartily as the Lord, as to the Lord and not unto men. So let me go ahead and decipher that because as you all know, I'm, I'm King James has his way and then I, I'm a new living guy. So uh, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. So, you know, this is, this is where, where you're giving glory to God, right? This isn't just at work. I mean, that's what we were talking about right now. You're cleaning your house. You say, wow, this house is a dump. It's a mess. Okay, okay. But you know what? I have a house. I have a house. You know what? It's a little messy, but my kids made this mess and my kids are still home. And well, they are here. And and so you start to appreciate the things that you have and that he's given you because you're just stewards for him. And you start to realize this isn't your stuff. Like he just gave it to you to play with while you're here. That's That's all this is. And he's willing to give you more according to the way that you steward it. And you see, so that's what we're saying. Do everything that you can for the, uh, as though you're doing it for the Lord and not for people. And then giving glory to him and in, 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 in giving him thanks as well. It's not just talking about him and, 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 and giving your testimony to people, but also giving him thanks and being grateful for what he's done in your life. So again, it isn't about what is my purpose. It's how do I walk in it? And those are just some tips on how you do that. We have brains. It doesn't, it's not like, it's not like I have the formula like, okay, so then I'll just do X, Y, and Z. And then, okay, that's use your head. Um, also use your eyes. And there's that Bible thing that we were talking about before. I Tony talked about in the beginning of this, start reading because you'll find the same scriptures that I just did. And they may, they may apply differently to you. Uh, my explanation is just one way. That's how I see it. But you'll read it and it'll be something else. This is why they say the Bible's living, like it, it reads you. It's the only book that reads you. Um, and and so you'll get your own meaning from these scriptures as well. And what I'm gonna do, if what I'm going, well, I don't even know if I should be saying what I'm going to do, because I would have already done it. I'm gonna start putting the uh scriptures at the bottom uh on my window so that you'll see that we're that we're pertaining to in this particular or whichever right. episode, whichever. Right. Episode. But then that would have already happened. So I'm saying it now because it, okay. But you Podcasting give it a second. It's so tricky. It's so tricky. You got to, you got to remember that you would have edited this before it went out and that's, oh, well, okay. It is what it is, but that's all I got. That's, that's be, why there's the answer. Now I've answered your question as to why we are here. Well, well, and that's an in-depth answer. And I'll say this, um, I didn't have this particular question, and folks, we write up the podcast, and what I mean by that is we don't write uh, 26 pages uh, of notes uh, where we read off them verbatim. I mean that I have about a page and a half of in what direction I want to take the show. It's in Google Docs, and then me and Joe look it over. At the beginning, when I first started writing this show, I did not have this particular part in there. And then I said to myself, that has to be in there because this is the road that I think people should take in order to get to where 
their why and their purpose is in other aspects, all right? Mind, body, and spirit. That's what we talk about. So when I did that, it's almost as if somebody was telling me this should be in there. And then somebody was telling Joe, this is what I want you to talk about. And here we are. And Joe was explaining our journey uh, when it comes to how we've always worked together uh, in everything we've done without even actually me ever realizing that. So when Joe just talked about that, it's not in the script. It's not in the, it's, it's, it's basically from the heart and off the top of his head as to what he felt. And, and, uh, it is interesting that we've been able to do that and a little humor here, uh, given the 40 to 45 different physical battles we went through, uh, in our younger years, uh, maybe even on that paper route at times on the paper. And, route, and I can only Burger remember King. one time at Burger. There was one time yeah. at Burger King. Yeah, I, I don't do know, know. It was, you put too much lettuce on the chicken sandwich. I think no. I was upset with you. No, see, the problem here was is, is Tony was my manager. He was the associate manager at Burger King. He was the closing manager, and, yeah. But they had us opening this morning, and uh, I was the maintenance guy. So I'd put together all the, you know, the shake machine, and uh, ours always worked, by the way, at Burger King, uh, and, and I made sure of it. But but we also, you know, I also had to make sure everything was ready out in the lobby, clean the windows, and that was my problem. Uh, I did all the windows. I apparently missed one. And, and, and Tony was not having it in, in the very, you know, the scary thing about that, it was just he and I, and we're in a restaurant it's filled with all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so yeah. fortunately, fortunately we made it out of there with our dryers were on, <laughs> yeah. fryers were on, broiler was on, things were heating up. Um, I think we were going to make a donuts at that time, Burger King. We were Remember the donuts, how dangerous to put two donut guys making donuts in the morning. As if we weren't going to sample the donuts while making the donuts. Um, that's that has nothing to that was our why that morning. Why are you working in the morning to eat the donuts? I was. And the was, thing is, too, it, it, I I had said earlier, and I was alluding to it. I never really got around to it um, because I was saying how I'm going to say some things that may make some people feel kind of yeah. But this is how Holy Spirit works. That's how He works. He affects your conscience. He, he, you know, you think you feel a certain way. You think it's you feeling that certain way. Remember, I told you, just like we don't fight a battle of flesh and, and, and blood, that it's spiritual. It works on both ends. Now, I'm not saying you're fighting Holy Spirit. What I'm saying is, is that's how that's how God talks to you. Okay. Uh, in fact, that's what Jesus said. He said that it's better that I go so that I can send a, send you a, a helper. Um, that's why he's here with you. That's why he dwells inside of you once you accept Jesus as, as your Lord and Savior. So that's how he works when he's telling you, you know, hey, and 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 these verses are popping up in your head and these things that are just kind of coming out. You know, we did a, a, a podcast two episodes ago about um, sports and nutrition in, in biblical times. When we got done, I didn't know probably... 60% of what I said. And it's not that I was just babbling. It's not that I like, like I knew what I was saying while I was saying it, but I didn't realize what I was saying. And then I got into the edits and I'm sitting there like, I, like I'm hearing it for the first time. You know, it, it's a very real thing, folks. It's a really, very real thing. If, if you're somebody who believes that Jesus died on the cross and you believe in God and you believe in all that, Holy Spirit's a very real believable thing too. 
And uh, uh, boy, I really hope uh, all of you get to experience sometime for sure. It's it's where your why begins, and uh, we're we're going to go to an ad here. Uh, and and my my biggest reason is is because I believe that now that we have the beginning in there of of where millions of people's whys begin, uh, and and maybe millions more uh, as time goes on, and millions more. Um, I feel like what we're going to talk about next, I'm not saying it's not related. I'm saying that we're moving into a little bit different segment of the show now. And I want to, I want everything you talked about to be in one area where if people want to listen to that one section, it's right there. Uh, they know exactly where to listen to it at. So, um, what we're going to do now, is we're going to hear from our sponsor when we come back. We're going to talk a little bit about my why when it comes to my passion and drive and what I've been doing for 22 years. And let's see how that might relate to you out there in T-Bomb land. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps, perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bomb. Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread super cakes. You can rest assured, Kitchen Abs has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors, or prefer something a little more traditional, then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this, these mixes are made from scratch with top-of-the-line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. So jo- Joe and I, Joe, that's that's another, uh, it's only like a 45-second ad, but we just had a, a whole conversation uh, that they don't know about. It's like a halftime where we like, you know, go in the locker room and discuss the first half. Now we move on to the second half. Well, the hopes, the hopes are eventually they will know about it. Very good point. Eventually. See, right on. Joe, Joe, Joe's coming up with things like, uh, he, he's, uh, what was that, off the cuff? That, that'll happen here at the end of this show. Sure. Uh, but uh, when it comes to, when it comes to um, uh, the spirit side, the spiritual side, we talked about that today. And when it comes to my why from what is a passion of, of mine, we're going to talk about that now. And uh, we've mentioned this before. Uh, I run a company. It's called TKS Athletics. It's a very small company, and I'm okay with that. It's not my main source of income. It's not there because I'm hoping to make you know millions of dollars. I, I always tell this to people out there. There's a very small group of professional trainers who have found a niche somehow to get out to the masses uh, who are celebrity trainers and um, people who who dive into the business from that aspect who might be multimillionaires. Very small few of the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of us. That was never my goal. Whatever, I, I actually went into this with what I really want from this, what my why was. And if money became a thing and I was paid for my passion, I wasn't going to apologize to anybody for that. 
but I still work for General Motors. And um, if uh, this TKS Athletics business was a multi-million dollar company, Joe, I wouldn't still be working for General Motors up here in Lansing, Michigan, uh, some 285 miles away from where I am normally located. There's a why there. We're not going to talk about that today. That's a whole different show that we keep saying there's going to be a show about that. But that show might not happen for a few months to two years. I don't know. TKS Athletics LLC started in 2014, some 12 years after I began uh, life as a professional trainer. I had worked for so many different entities, uh, partnering with people who I'm still very close with today, um, working for a company um, for several years. And then when that company dissolved, I decided to go ahead and open up my own corporation, uh, LLC, uh, Limited Liability Corporation. And I wanted to work with young people, primarily from the area where I grew up, which is Northeast Ohio. And I did. I did. I, I worked with teams. I worked with individuals one-on-one, sometimes one-on-two, one-on-three. I still do work in those settings. I still do work with teams at time, soccer, basketball, baseball, softball. Uh, the list goes on. Uh, we've worked with hockey teams before, me and my colleagues who I contract out to come in when I work with larger groups. Uh, group training is not a thing anymore. But what is your why when it comes to that? I have so many different whys in my life. There's so many different whys. And there's 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 a way that you can work around to understanding what the what the biggest whys are and what your focus is. Just like when we talked about the smaller whys at the beginning of the show, Joe. There's a there's a gentleman out there. His name is Adam Lepsing, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't Adam Lepsing? L-E-I-P-Z-I-G. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Adam. He is an author. Uh, he is also an executive producer for several different movies uh, and still doing executive producing. He's also the CEO of a company called Entertainment Media Partners. Uh, movies that you may know where he did some executive producing on um, uh, The March of the Penguins, uh, which there was no talking. <laughs> it was just penguins marching through. I don't know what part of the world they were in, Joe, were they in the North Pole or Antarctica? I don't know where they were at. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, was another movie where he was an executive producer. And one of my favorite movies ever, he also, I just found this out, he was an executive producer on and he worked on, and that was Dead Poets Society. Have you ever seen that movie from 1989? Uh, Robin Williams, Ethan Hawke, and the third young man's name that I cannot remember, well, he's not young anymore, but he, I know he played in um, uh, Once Bitten was one of his 80s movies where he played a vampire. Go figure. Thus the name. Uh, and he also played in Dead Poets Society. Folks, if you've never seen Dead Poets Society with Robin Williams, that is his greatest role, in my opinion, ever. Because you take that, that, that comedy that he brings, that humor, that off-the-wall physical comedy and that all-over-the-place comedy that he was so noted for. He, he plays a very serious role here, a mentor, an educator, a professor uh, of these young men and how he leads them to understanding their self-worth, their self-actualization. 
and what he does to get them to that point. Joe, how many times I, I've seen the movie at least two or three times. Uh, it's uh, like I said, 1989, one of my favorite movies and Robin Williams, an outstanding character there. How many, have, do you remember anything else about the movie? I have never seen it. You never seen it. I thought you were nodding in agreement. I have, I have never. Well, I mean, saying he's a great actor, I, I understand what it's about. I have seen parts of it. Uh, yeah. They now use it for every tribute um, video to Robin Williams, which right. just I like Robin Williams. I I'm, 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 I'm a complete mess. I can't watch. I can't watch anything that that talks about uh, you know because I mean this guy. Uh, was very instrumental to me um, growing up. I mean, obviously not like I knew him or anything, but but I really loved his work from Mork and Mindy all the way through the Aladdins through, I mean, just everything that he misses Doubtfire. Uh, you know, I could go on and on and on and just tragic, just totally tragic, but very. definitely one that I do need to see. I mean, I even saw, um, oh, what was it? One Hour Photo where he was a serial killer. I did not see that one. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting to see that that side of him. Uh, he's but, such a different. He's so good at being able to play so many different types of characters. Sure, uh, it's amazing. It truly is. So uh, again, and that, that, that's a little off the cuff, right there. I, I I believe it was. That's uh, probably why Mrs. Doubtfire did so well because he played how many different. You know, he had so many different Vietnam. roles. Yeah, yeah. Good Morning Vietnam was huge too, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, even an older movie. Oh boy, we're we're going way off the cuff here. Nope, say it now. Nope, say it. Uh, what was it? Uh, it was a movie where Walter Matthau and Jerry Reed from like 1980. It was called Survivors. Survivors. That was okay. Yep. You can't classic. find it anywhere. Classic. Let's talk about a classic. Yeah. Um. And uh, so there, there's that. There's <laughs> that. But we move on. Thank you, Adam Leipzig for what you've done there as an executive producer when it comes to Dead Poets Society. If you haven't seen it, folks, see it. <laughs> um, Adam, in a lot of different uh, speeches, uh, he he points out there are five things. If you're out there right now, folks, and you're trying to figure out, oh, I got all these little whys. I got a million little whys. What's the big why? There's five things you can ask yourself while you do this. I guess you'd call it an exercise, Joe. And... In that five-step process, in those five questions that you're asking yourself, you come up with your biggest whys. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's two, but your your biggest passions, uh, that is why you're here, why you do what you do. And the very first step, the very first one of five is, who are you? And what I mean by that is your name. It's that simple. You ever sit there before and just say your name? There's something about that that, folks, how often do you say your name? Tony Sarginopoulos. If you sit there when you say your name and you really think about it, who are you? Who are you? You, you are a, you're here for a reason. You were given a name and a purpose, and that's what he's trying to point out. And that's it. That's where it stops right there. Who are you? The second one is, what do you do that you absolutely love? What is it that you do that you absolutely love? This is going to be rough for me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, like Joe was having a rough time there when he began to talk about his journey and and with me, with you know all the different places we worked leading up until present day podcast, Two Brothers, One Mike. Uh, so sometimes I'm going to have to pause 
you ever listen to the show called I Quit, audio only, I really had a problem while I was doing that show because this is very important to me. Um, and that's how you know, that's how you know your, your purpose. Uh, you really, what I do working as an auto assembler for General Motors, I don't shy away from it. I, I, I cringe because not because I'm an auto assembler. I'll tell everybody I'm an auto assembler. It's because it's not my purpose. It's what I do for another why that we'll talk about in a different show. But the reason I'm here, my purpose, why I'm here is what we're talking about right now. So what do I do that I absolutely love? I work with young people. Normally between the ages of eight and 18, sometimes a little older, I do work with college people. Uh, sometimes a little bit younger. I've worked with kids, geez, uh, as young as six, five and six years old. A uh, little different. Got to change it up a little bit. Not the same as when you're working with your 16-year-olds. But nonetheless, I love doing that. And so that's what you do. What do we, what do we absolutely love? Who are we? And those are really the only two questions of the five that are about you. The next three are about the people that you're talking about, right? So the first two are about you, but the next three, who do you do it for? I just said it. I do it for the young kids. I do it for kids that I want to make a difference in their lives. Truly. It's not just about how fast can they run, how high can they jump. It's a lot more than that from the shoulders up. Do they know who they are? Do they understand their self-actualization? Do they realize their potential? And most of the times at that age, and we've talked about this in another show, Joe, the young mind is, is developing, right? And it's, it's very influential. So it's, it's influenced easily from outside sources. So if I'm going to put myself in that situation, I better be passionate if I'm going to try to influence young minds and I better have a purpose, and it better be a good purpose. It better be the right purpose. Uh, because there are a lot of adults, unfortunately, in today's world who have the wrong purpose when it comes to influencing the minds of young people. I'm, I stand by that. And if anybody wanted to argue that point with me, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that I, I feel deep in my heart, mind, body, and spirit that it is very necessary when having a passion like this, influencing so many, so many kids, young people. I'm going to tell you something that, that makes yeah. it even more, I don't want to say more difficult, although it is, uh, but more pressing uh, is the idea that you get them for an hour out of the week. Culture gets them all the other hours of the week. Uh, and that's provided that they can make it in for that one hour. So what you do has to be um, impactful has to be, uh, uh, you know, as, as inspirational as possible. And it has to be able to offset a week's worth of, you know, just, just dealing with the garbage of today that kids deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I, boy, they, they deal with more today. You know, we dealt with a lot in the seventies and eighties. They deal with more today than we did. Um, that's my own personal opinion. They do. They do. I, can you imagine 2020 if we were that age? Can you imagine uh, we, us having a, a 2020? Nothing would, nothing yeah. would have been different. Yeah. Nothing would have been different. You know, that's I mean, true. I mean, uh, as far as- Here's a as, tissue. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing. Yeah, will, yeah dude, seriously, I don't think that it would have been so. It, we first of all, we wouldn't know about every two minutes the 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 three hundred thousand people that were infected and the constant yeah. bereavement that we were getting and do this and don't do that and social distance and wear a mask and don't do this and it lives on this for this long but not on that for that long and all of them are members of some scientific community telling you conflicting like it just wouldn't have happened. Uh, we didn't have that much information and we've talked about this before. It's a blessing and a curse. Um, you know, when it comes out today, I got, you know, what was newsworthy today came across my timeline on one of our local TV stations there. This was so important to let me know that Apple, and I'm not trying to be ridiculous here, folks, just hear me out. This is news. Apple is no longer going to autocorrect your, uh, uh, your, your obscene language. And then goes on to specify, especially the one that gets replaced with ducking. That was the news today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. I mean, they're they're like they grasp for anything to just throw it on your time and like, oh, now they're doing this. I mean, and, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you there's gonna be one point six thousand comments uh from all the experts out there. I, I just don't I just don't get the relevancies where I'm saying that's not news, but that's the kind of it like you're constantly there's so much news that they've run out and now they're just grasping a straws to say this is right. this is news now. No, it's and the thing and, and the thing about it is this is what the young people are dealing with. This is what they're they're dealing with uh not not a few people's opinions that hang out in our circle. They're dealing with millions of opinions that people have access to a platform where they can now right. feed this. And so this is what I mean by they deal with so much more. So so who am I doing it for? I'm doing it for the young people. And then what do they want and what do they need? So apply this, folks. Now apply this to your particular situation. I'm giving you my example. What they want is what every single one of them, as soon as they come in, I've been doing this since day one. I look right at the new person and I say to the young person, you are my customer, not them. And I point at their parents said it's a very weird business because the paying customer is not my customer. You are my customer. So I'm asking you the question. Don't look at them. I tell the, I tell the kids, what is your why? Why are you here? And they say the same thing every time to run faster. It's what they know because the business TKS athletics is a business where I work on athletic performance. What they don't realize when they first come in is I'm also going to work on your mental capacity in terms of how you focus, how you view what is so important to you. By the time they leave, it becomes what they needed, not what they wanted. And what they needed is what they accomplished. As far as I'm concerned, that is my goal. And that is what I'm hoping for. That is what I'm praying for, that they've gotten something completely different out of what they learned from me when they left, as opposed to when they came in. And that's number five. How did they change? How did they change? They came in wanting to be faster. They left focusing on life and understanding that mentally is 80% of the game. Physically is the other 20% of the battle. You can be as fast as you want. You can be as strong as you want. You can be all those things 
You can be as agile and flexible and everything else that goes with it. If you cannot mentally focus on the desired goal and allow yourself to fail in order to succeed and all the outside pressures being able to hold them at bay while you work on you and you make you extremely important and leave everything else out until you've worked on you, if you can't do that, it doesn't matter how fast you are or how high you can jump. It just doesn't matter. That's the goal with my training business. That's my passion. That's what I bring to it with that five-step process. You have to know who you are. You have to know what your absolute passion is. You have to know who you do it for. You have to know what they want and what they need, no matter what your business may be, what it may be. And last but not least, you have to know what they wanted and what they needed. How did it change them? Whatever it is you're bringing to the table. I don't care if you're in the restaurant business, the photography business, whatever business you are, you might write children's books and you can apply those same five steps to that, those same five steps to that. You, you can do so many, you can take those five steps in anything you do in life. I don't care if you're the CEO of a company. I don't care if you're the president of the United States or any other country. You have to have your why, your purpose, your passion, know who you are, know what you love, know what you want this outcome to be, and how is it working for the people that you want to make a change. The first two things, again, were about you. The next three things were about them. And that's the more important thing, Joe, because I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The most important thing in the world is making those around you successful, making those successful that you, whatever business you're in, making the customer happy, making the people that you're trying to benefit with whatever you bring to the table happy and making them successful based on whatever platform you bring to them to make them successful or make them happy, that that by far outweighs any monetary value you can be paid for whatever service or product that you're rendering to anybody, anybody that fits those five categories. So, so I don't know that you can ever find anything out there where these five concepts from Adam Lepsing, I don't know that you can find anything out there where these five concepts will not fit in. And I mean anything. And, you know, as, as, as pictures come across the screen as I'm talking today about, about TKS Athletics and all these, these kids that I've worked with, between the teams, if you add all the teams in that I've worked with over the years, and if you add all the individuals that I've worked with, it's well over 4,000 uh, athletes from five to six different counties um, in the state of Ohio, Western Pennsylvania. And, and so there, this all came to light, the show about why, (laughs) oh boy. Uh, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's rough for me because I'm going to talk about four individuals now that, uh, uh, the picture you're, you're seeing now, uh, this is the Primavera family. They are four kids who, as you can see, are no longer kids. (laughs) Um, Over a span of seven years, I'm going to say, Joe, 
uh, from the time the young lady in the pink dress, it's her graduation party. And I was invited as I'm invited to all their graduation parties. Uh, she's the youngest though. She was little Maria. She was the tennis player. She was one of my tennis players. Um, and I remember when she was 10 years old, I think I asked her, what is her why? And she said, I want to win. I want to win Wimbledon. Um, didn't hesitate in that process. Did not hesitate for one second. Um, and, and, tennis player turned volleyball player uh, by the time she was a senior in high school. The young lady that you see next to her with uh, the baseball hat on is her sister, Anna, a gymnast with the mindset of a gymnast. Um, definitely uh, very focused, did not like in any way, shape or form to be denied any goal that she was setting. And I, I believe that's the same today um, as she is there at her sister's graduation party. Also, she, she, not only she was the, the, the she jumped rope. 87 times in 20 seconds. It was, I, I, I'm hoping I have video, video of that. If I do, you guys are looking at it right now because yeah. I, I got to tell you, I've never seen anything like it before in my life. But, yeah. but and that ahead. was when she was a lot younger. Yeah. And that was when she was a lot younger, maybe, maybe eighth grade, seventh and eighth grade. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's just amazing. Um, when she, the way she put her mind to things. And then, uh, obviously, um, well, not obviously, you guys don't know them yet. You know them now, but the young lady in the dress, uh, that is next to me on my, if you're looking at the picture, she's on my left, your right, ladies and gentlemen. That's the eldest. That's Olivia. She was my cheerleader. And I don't mean she just cheered me on, which she did. She was a cheerleader um, and did not feel that it was for her, but joined and never quit. Never gave it up. Um, definitely put everything she had into it. And uh, always an inspiration to watch her. Uh, because of the amount of work ethic that she put in and showed up just as much, if not more, than her siblings. Um, was always there whenever she could be. They were very busy. Very busy people, uh, the, the Primaveras, uh, academically and athletically. Uh, so, so they were there every chance they can get. If not one of them, four of them. Um, it, was, it was truly a blessing over the seven years. And then that young man on the end, <laughs> Uh, I, I gotta tell you, it's, it's absolutely amazing, amazing. The, the transformation that he had over time, he was not six, two or however tall he is now, way taller than me. Everybody gets taller than me, Joe. And they, and they are, uh, all I tell my athletes all the time. If you get taller than me, I'm done training you. If I really believed that and followed that, I wouldn't have anybody to train anymore. Um, but uh, Andrew Primavera uh, is, you know, I, I, I quit Andrew when he first came to us. He was the first to come to us at a very young age. And it's like it's like the, the baby deer when they're first born. Uh, everything was very awkward to him, which it is for a lot of kids that age. Then all of a sudden, if we like showed him transforming over over time, it was just amazing how he grew in his body and just uh, knocked it out of the park. And uh, his mindset changed so much over that period of time. And now he's going to college to believe, if I'm not mistaken, what he told me at the graduation party, a chemical engineer. So, you know, you know, nothing big, nothing major. 
<laughs> out there. But the Primavera family, um, like so many athletes that I had that stayed with TKS Experience over time, um, I, I've been invited this year to six graduation parties from young people who I trained over the years who graduated this year, 2023, June of 2023. And uh, it, it was just, it, it's a blessing to be able to get into town to come to some of the graduation parties. Some of them I don't get to get to, but I get to talk to the kids or send them a message, send them a card. Um, you feel like uh, you 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 feel like you've accomplished something special. Um, when I got there, the kids were imitating uh, me, and they were imitating Coach Dennis, uh, one of my colleagues who often uh, I was able to contract to come in and work with the kids, and they had us down pat. Uh, and all the things, this is what, <laughs> this is what's amazing. All the things that we taught them verbatim, they were barking it back at me. You have to understand something. It's been several years since I've trained them. It's a life lesson that they picked up that they never let go of. And, and not just, not just about where to get your knee up at and where your foot should be where your hand placement should be, but they were barking out things of phrases, motivational sayings that I would say to them. They wrote essays for me, folks. I have my athletes writing essays about so many different inspirational words and what those words mean to them. And so your why, you heard Joe in the beginning and you just heard me talk about your why. And you saw it wasn't an acting job. You don't want me to ever be, I, I, you know, I wanted to go into acting when I was younger and that wasn't acting just now. That was, that was me being true to the passion I have for what I do, uh, for young people. And those five things apply, apply all five of what we talked about a minute ago, things that Adam Lepsing, that we talked about that gentleman that he talked about in so many different speeches that he's given about how to find out what your why is. You take those five things, you apply it, can't go wrong. I'm sticking it's to it, Joe. It's interesting because a, a, a few of those um, are also how I know within our church is how you figured out um, how, how how you would best serve. You know, some people are natural. Yeah, they're they're, they're great at greeter uh, at greeting. They're they're the people at the doors to greet you as you're walking to the and, and that's what they do. And nobody can greet like they can greet because again, they're not doing it like they're doing it for man. <laughs> like they're just like good morning how they have the smiles they if you walked in there with you know just kind of a rough morning getting in walking through those doors you didn't feel like that not after walking through those folks um you know and then you have other people who such as myself now i do the photography go figure i mean that was kind of for me it was sort of a no-brainer but now i find myself where the head of their media um i've i've recently helped him with with a couple things and and we've been kind of going back and forth and there's some ideas that us together, we may be able to bring things to another level. So it's pretty cool, you know, to be able to do that. But the point is, the point is, it's because of my knowledge, what it is that I love to do. I love to create, right? Uh, that's something that was given to me. That, that's, that, that creativity was something that was given to me and that's how I use it. But it is something that I love to do. That is what I was referring to in the, uh, in the first half. Um, you know, it isn't just about what you, when you work, it's about doing things that you even love to do, figuring out that, how to walk in your purpose. How can you implement 
God into what you're doing. Tony has, uh, uh, you know, his thing. Now, there's a gentleman by the name of Nate Carr, um, who was a guest speaker at one of our, uh, one of our um, um, training events. For, yeah, for thank kids, you. Yeah. One of your events. Yeah. And, and, but here's a gentleman who is, he's a devout Christian, but is able to implement, uh, uh, you know, athleticism and, and, and being goal oriented and, and can give a, an entire speech and make an impact and bring God into it. See, um, you know, there's people that can do that. You know, if you remember again, I'm going to bring up that episode from a couple episodes ago. This is something that the apostle Paul did as well. When, when he addressed those in Corinth, um, in, in his letter, uh, again, he made it to where, uh, biblical matters or, or things of God, um, he showed the similarities between it and athleticism because the people of Corinth loved their, their Greek games and the, you know, they, they liked athletes. And so he was able to make, uh, those, those comparisons and make it make sense to them. Um, it's the same thing. So when you're able to, when you're doing something that you love, it just makes it that much easier because you find ways to it's like, Hey, that kind of fits. That makes sense. And again, it may not just be you finding those ways. And we've already spoken on that, but. Right. Um, and that's some, that's some of the, the side talk we had at halftime, uh, during our, uh, I want to say this real quick, uh, since you did mention Nate Carr, uh, just to give a little background on him and, um, going to be reaching out to him for sure to be on this podcast, uh, five-time national champion out of Iowa state. And I did say five, you say, well, four years of college, five, five-time national champion, uh, bronze medalist in the 1988 wrestling Seoul Korea Games uh, for the United States of America. Uh, he's 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 pretty successful in what he does yeah. now, uh, and um, and really looking forward to his story being on Two Brothers One Mike. Uh, hopefully in the near future, uh, whether it be the near future or the distant, uh, it definitely uh, is something I want to uh, to to do to have him on. Um, I could tell you this, Joe, in closing today. There's three easy ways to uh, basically um, fail at your why. Anybody ever ask that question? How do you, how could it, how do you how do you fail at your why? It depends on what you make it about. We gave five the five step rule um, that you. Some people might say I don't follow any of that, and I'm really good at doing what I do for my why. Okay, <laughs> I we're not upset with you. Uh, we're, we're simply, we're two guys with a microphone and we're giving you some ideas. Uh, but I could tell you for sure, nobody's going to tell me they succeed. If the three, if these three are your purpose, yourself, money, and greed. If those three things are your why in life, you will not ever, ever get to where you want to be with the sound mind and an open, and a full heart. There's no way. And they all you go hand always, in hand. They all go hand in hand. So listen to me. You, you, you got someone looking at this show right now and saying, I'm, I'm worth $6.5 million. My company is very successful. Yeah. I want to know at the end of the day, when you're in a, in, in a room by yourself, thinking through some things, if certain thoughts do not cross your mind at time, at times that bring negativity about what you're doing that cause you to rethink about what you're doing that ever may. And if you can really say with the clear mind, clear conscious that no, you're, you're good with what you're doing. That's an interesting 
that's an interesting uh, fact, I guess, of yours. I'm going to tell you right now, if your purpose, if your why in life is money, greed, and yourself, um, your your chances of success are low, um, like as darn near zero as it can get. That is the last reason, in my opinion, that your why should be your why, <laughs> if, if that makes any sense, Joe, at all. And that's really my closing comment today. That's really all I had to say. Ironically, you starting with why. Um, but yeah, all three, all three uh, uh, go hand in hand. Obviously, you know, if you're if you're greedy, it's all about you, anyways. Uh, and what are you gonna be greedy about? Money. So you know, I mean, there's that. Uh, money, but, but, uh, but fame, fame. Yeah, fame. But yeah. fame's nothing without the money. Mm. So you know what I mean? It's just it, right. money. There's a there's a. Ooh, is there a show we could talk? Um, but, but, you know, cause it's, it's more than, it's more than just, just, just this. It's what it does here. It's what it really does here. Um, there's a, there's a ton that we could talk about there, but, but anyways, um, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. What else do you have? Uh, we have anything else? I don't know if you wanted to do a little it's, off the cuff. I know we, we kind of ran into, into some time today, so it's up to you. I, I tell you, so maybe, maybe, and this is kind of, this is kind of related to the show too, as, as we talk and wherever it goes, it goes. Inspirational speakers, Mr. Marco Pasqua, always happy with me, I think, when I say inspirational rather than motivational. Uh, inspirational speakers, um, if you want to listen to some of them that talk about your why that I really like, uh, I believe Jarrett Grossman is one. Uh, E.T., Eric Thomas. Um, if you've ever listened to him before, folks, uh, this was a gentleman from the south side of Chicago, uh, homeless eating out of garbage cans, uh, trying to make ends meet, not always making great decisions in his life, found a niche when he got up one day in church and grabbed the microphone at age 16 and began to speak. And the way the audience received him realized he had a gift when it came to motivate, inspirational speaking. And he talks a lot about his why. Uh, and so me, all you have to do is Eric Thomas your why, and you you'll you'll see or hear some fantastic uh, speeches that he gives on on that particular topic. And my favorite, uh, hands down, Les Brown, um, just a fantastic speaker uh, who also came from nothing to something. But he just there's something about Les. It's it's just the way it's his personality. It's the way he carries himself. It's the way he delivers his story with the passion that he has. Because that is his passion. It's his why. And he knows it's his why. He could sit there and talk and, and sweat. And, and, and the masses are completely enthralled with what he's saying because his why is being presented right in front of you. And um, he has some great... Uh, Tony Robbins. I, mean, I guess Tony Robbins is Tony Robbins. When you hear motivational speaker, Tony Robbins is the first person that maybe pops up in everybody's head. Me personally... I don't begrudge the guy. I'm not mad at him. The guy is great at what he's doing. There's an argument that he might be the goat in inspirational speaking, but there's he's, two, he's not me. He's not me. There's two that I fear you may have missed. Wait a second. Hang on. He's not for me. Not He's not me. He's not for me. Go ahead. So there's two I, I think you may have missed here. Uh, One is Gary Vay Vay Vaynerchuk. Gary V. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, I mean, here's a guy who, I mean, he just, it, his business sense is, is ridiculously, I mean, there's, there's a reason why he is so, uh, wanted, um, as far as his, his knowledge and, and his, uh, uh, his advice, um, very knowledgeable guy, uh, when it comes to things like that. And the other one is now he's new. We just, we just learned about him. Um, and, and so I, I'm sure that's probably why it slipped your mind. Matthew Knight. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Matt Knight. And we just, we would have been last episode we interviewed him, you know. And yeah, uh, if you like scroll said, back one, yeah, just scroll back one episode, folks. There he is. Yeah. He, he has a lot to say. And yes, uh, you know, am I, I don't want to say biased uh, because our belief systems are in sync. Um, Matthew Very and I, sync. We, we, yeah. when you guys watch the episode, there's a whole episode you didn't see. Uh, you know, but, but, but beyond that, just in what it is that he is saying, it does have to say, um, you know, here's a kid who, this goes right back to where, where we were saying about giving God glory and having a relationship with him. Um, you know, if you watch all the way to the very end, he makes it a point to do what? Remember everybody, there's a God in heaven who loves you and wants to have a relationship with you. It's the last thing he said. It, yeah. What's it out there? You make sure that the last thing he said, that's the thing that you're going to, you're, you're going to uh, take away the most you know especially the last thing you say um you know he is uh you know very enthusiastic um and so uh yeah really enjoyed our talk with him and if you get a chance to make sure to go back in, in that description as well uh i've included links included links to his social media uh to his website where he has an app uh for coaching um and then his his uh uh, well, that was the app. And then there's there's a GoFundMe page. I'll let you watch the episode to see what that's all about as well. Right, right. And, 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 and folks, just a just an inspirational story. Uh, in 10 months' time, why can't I remember how much uh, weight? Uh, I think it was 160. I think it was 167. But we'll just we'll stay on the safe side and say 100 plus. In 10 months. Easily. 100 pounds. Easily. And uh, you'll see the transformation pictures that we have. Uh yeah, get a chance. Follow Matthew Knight. Don't get a chance. You have a chance. How about that? Not if you get a chance. You have. You now have the chance to. Yeah, and I mean it's one episode away, but you know what? I'll still put a link in this description. I mean, just I'll make it easier and ever for you folks to find it. All right. Well, well. I don't. Oh, take us out of here. Take us out of here, Joe. I almost did. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a rating or review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, or opinions, you can leave us a message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us every Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. All right, everybody out there, be the best you. Listen to the show, follow it, hit that thumbs up button, rate the show. We already said that. I'm saying it again. I want to say a couple more things, Joe. As the music's playing in the background, I want to get this all in. I want to say a big shout-out. I want to give a big shout-out to Kathy and Mark Primavera, the parents of Andrew, Olivia, Anna, and Maria, because they are doing the job uh, that most parents wish and hope and pray that they can do when it comes to raising four outstanding human beings I've got a million outstanding human beings that have come to me in TKS Athletics. I've been very blessed, and I'm hoping to have several of them on the show as time goes on. 
Um, and last but not least, Joe, I got to tell you, it, it it came into my head when you said it. You were talking about the greeters in church. And I was just wondering, could they maybe they do maybe a class where they work with Walmart greeters and teach them how you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to carry yourself and how to make people feel good as they enter into that nightmare of you a gotta remember center. you're walking into Walmart you're not walking into church and you can't you can, you're asking for a lot that's it that's like blood I mean, just just maybe one or two courses where they show them this is how you greet people this is how you say goodbye maybe a fist bump or a handshake or god bless have a great day what i mean come on can you talk to can we pull some strings here let's help walmart out because their greeters they don't know their why that's the problem they don't know their why